I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day. Finding Clarity in Chaos Remember the poem Desiderata? It starts out, Go placidly amidst the noise and haste and was written by American writer Max Ehrman in the 1920s. That opening line is a real keeper, isn't it? It ends with this thought, and remember what peace there may be in the silence. As far as it is possible without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. During the time of COVID, we do have fewer places to hurry to, but in other ways, our daily experiences are a bit quieter. If you are like me, you may not have seen that coming. And like me, sometimes you might feel like much of the day's news is coming at all too fast and furious a pace, and all too continually. The noise of the news can be downright deafening, can't it? Fortunately, as Christians, we always need a filter and can use it to sift through everything that comes up against us. We can use it to better stomach news, tragedies, setbacks, and the general chaos in the world. Without a filter— the impurities of chaos and hopelessness might more easily infiltrate and possibly even overtake the hope-filled perspectives we as Christians strive to live out in our lives. We want our lives to exemplify that, don't we? We want to look like people with an unshakable framework and hope. We know that this life will lead to an afterlife with no more crying and no more pain, as we read in Revelation 21.4. That's why it's more important than ever right now to employ our filter. Even then, we need to wash off the dirty residue and film of despair that the news and any grim statistics leave on our person. Only then can we find clarity in the chaos. The Bible will bring clarity out of the chaos when we focus more on it and the good news it provides than the TV or print news. Bob Goff recently said in an Instagram post, Sometimes God will use the chaos around us to give clarity within us about what will absolutely outlast us. That's a tremendous comfort, isn't it? I'm going to remind myself about that the next time I get caught up in a vortex of frenzied freakouts. Because I know that when I don't watch out for that, I can be calm and centered in the morning and possibly a basket case by noon. Focusing on the things above and not on earthly things can truly make all the difference, as we are told in Colossians 3, 2. You might be wondering how big a difference this makes in times of stress and uncertainty. For me, it's made all the difference in the world. When I nurture my faith in God through the study of His Word and meditation, I nurture within me a strength that can't come from any other source. For example, the other day I woke up and made this mistake of checking in with my phone instead of God when I first arose. Big mistake. Huge. I saw a creepy headline on my phone that read, This is how coronavirus will enter your body. I felt a cold shiver run down my spine as I read it. And as a former headline writer, I was incensed that anyone would write such a terrible thing. I rebuked this notion in my mind. Today has enough troubles of its own, as I remembered Jesus say in Matthew 6, 34. Even if I get the virus, my eternal destiny can never be taken away. Another great line from Desiderata reads that we are not to distress ourselves with dark imaginings. Many fears are born out of fatigue and loneliness. Are you tired? Do you feel lonely? Listen to your body. Take a nap. Call a Christian friend to remind you of the hope you have, and spend time pondering the words of your Creator, your Redeemer, your Sustainer, your Protector, and your Shield. 
His plans and purposes will outlast any pandemic. And when we have Jesus Christ himself to thank for that eternal promise, we can be comforted. I'd like to read this installment from my first book, The Side Door, and I think that you'll find and agree with me that when making changes to achieve clarity, we need to be careful. Twisting Away from God A favorite restaurant of mine in Colorado ski country is called Twist. The name reflects the chef's passion of fine cuisine reinvention. They pride themselves on taking a standard recipe and tweaking it just enough to christen an altogether newfangled dish. For example, instead of just serving standard spaghetti and meatballs, they start with homemade flat noodles and a bolognese sauce, add a roasted eggplant, and top it all off with meatballs made with mushroom and quinoa. The notion of twisting something involves a small but significant change. To twist something doesn't involve a 180-degree spin. It involves a smaller turn, which alters the original position as well as the perception. In our walk as Christians, if we do not stay positioned toward God, we can gradually find ourselves twisting away from Him. The twist might begin as something as subtle as just a small thing. We trim out the study of God's Word from our schedule because we don't like the new teacher. Or perhaps we tolerate a behavior from our kids that runs counters to God's laws because we don't want the fight. We don't want to risk our relationship with them by standing up for God's agenda. The problem with the twist is that once we are going in one direction, we must mindfully turn the opposite way to correct the imbalance. Often, momentum in one direction is harder to correct once we've begun. We don't gravitate to a posture of holiness. This is why we are often compared to sheep in the Bible. We need a shepherd to guide us back into the herd when we stray. Without correction or intervention, an initial small twist away from God can tailspin into a marked separation. Thankfully, we can consult God's compass as we realign ourselves with His infallible navigation. We can trust our great navigator's comforting words to lost sojourner Thomas in John 14, 5, where Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If Jesus is the way, we can't afford not to correct our inevitable twists. If we stay rooted in God's word, we know that His way for us is best, and we will abide in His promises for eternal life through Him. Inevitably, we will likely experience a lifetime of doing the twist. We will gravitate away again and again back to God in a continual dance. In our human nature, we will pull away from God, and in our desire to remain rooted in Him, we should aim to accept correction and realignment. We can pray to stay in alignment ourselves and pray for those we know who are in desperate need of it. More importantly, we can read, memorize, and fully trust in His promises, knowing how important it is to trust our Navigator. And the key to kingdom living is, guard against twists away from God and accept the correction of any ill-conceived momentum. And the doorpost is, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned our own way. Isaiah 53, 6. Thank you for tuning in today to his GPS for your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her first two books in her Plan Door Devotion Trilogy are available on Amazon. Her bi-monthly blogs can be found at cindyyorks.com.